All right, guys. I'm Ashley Dash hanging with CV and Nella B at We're Here Man. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Nella B. And this is CV. And we here, man. All right. So we want to welcome to the show career branding expert, Ashley Dash. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. We're excited to have you for Women's History Month. We decided mm-hmm. to... I know, right? We're doing big things out here. <laughs> hey, man. Right. Black Panther made y'all look great. Hey, Just want to put that out there. The future is female. Right. Like, Thank you. The future's female and they're all natural. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm loving it. Yes. But we definitely wanted to spotlight some women who we believe are marching forward and making history. It was my idea to uh, choose you, Dash. I just want to put that out there. Thank you. I was like, why don't you interview Dash? Yes. You know, I won't even take that away from him. That was absolutely his idea. I know I've gotten some great career advice from you. So I was like, definitely, let's get her on here. Let's do it. That's what I'm talking about. So the first thing I want to ask you is what inspired you to do what you do right now? You know, I get this question all the time. And it's the funniest thing because (laughs) what inspired me to get started is I was actually chronically, I call it unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) Shortly after the graduation from the wonderful, beautiful Winthrop University, right? Go Eagles. Oh, Lord. Um, No, sorry. After graduation, uh, I graduated in 2007, and I had an internship that ended, and then I couldn't find a job. And all those things they tell you about going to college, getting a degree, like was complete and utter BS for for me, for lack of a better word. Like no one would touch me with like a 10-foot pole, right? And I had like, I did everything they told me to do. Like, um, they say, you know, have corporate internships. You know, I had three um, before graduation. Um, they said, you know, go to career services. I was busting that door wide open, you know. You know, they said, save money. I was saving, like, every, all the conventional advice they told me to do, I did. And it did not work. I found myself, like, calling my mom in tears, crying emotional like I have to move home um, wow. at the time I was in Charlotte North Carolina and I was like I don't have any more money I don't have any more interviews like nothing is working <laughs> like I just remember calling her bawling like in tears just like totally and I feel like emotional. I feel like we've all had that experience like not to cut you off but it sounds like you took those hardships and you created a lane for yourself exactly a lot of people like just fall into the rat race and just kind of give up and you know, they might they might settle for something they don't even really want to do. So, like, you're actually operating in your passion. That's so yeah. dope. Which I, I, you know, full disclosure, Dash and I are sorority sisters, line sisters. And I was like, who likes HR that much? That That's so <laughs> weird to me. Um, but she's been such a resource. So since you, you've created this lane of career branding expert, can you explain that to us? Like, what exactly is that? Oh, definitely. So career branding is basically a combination of personal branding and professional branding. Okay. Okay. So together. So essentially what happens is a lot of us understand or know like personal branding, like that's like, you know, who you are as a person, your values, your intelligence, like just the, you know, how you show up as a person, right? We're Mm -hmm. very that. Now, as an industry has like kind of moved on and evolved, then we move from personal branding to professional branding. So that's how you show up at work. That's your education, your background, and all your professional stuff, 
right? Your training, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but I realized that we are holistic people. We're not just one or the other. We are both. So career branding is actually a combination of both personal branding and career branding. It is the professional polished version of, hey, you know, I have a degree in this, I have certification in this, built along with your, you know, your values as a person, like this is what I'm passionate about. This is who I am as a person. This is my level of, of integrity. And that's right. what branding is. Now, how so, does this differ? Sorry, we like to mix the ratchet with the classy. So I'm <laughs> automatically thinking about IG models, right? They're branding, they're branding <laughs> themselves, right? They are a branding brand. that ass. <laughs> they are a brand. So does does career branding differ at all from this IG brand idea? No, nah, they they selling that tummy tea like a mug. They're killing it. <laughs> like they're getting club appearances, they're booked, they're getting shoots. You think they booked them busy for real? I mean, some of them are. I see them on club flyers. What you if, think, Dash? Some of them you are. Some of them are not. Some of them are getting legitimately paid. They are get, getting flown out for appearances and getting money for that, which I am a fan of. You mm-hmm. Get the sponsorship money for the flat tummy tee, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> need something, right? Model that bikini wear. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, some of them are not. And you know what? That's okay, too, if that's, you know, your lane. Um... I want to say it, it's this for me, it is, it has become the same. Okay. And this is why I say that I used to, right. Get in trouble for being myself. Okay. What that means is at a certain part of my career, I was very polished and professional, which means I was very like corporate suit, you know, perfect makeup, flawless wig or weave, you know, so in, yes. you know, it was, it just looked, it looked really nice, but I was like crying and dying on the inside because I wasn't being my authentic self. Right. Gotcha. Um, but then I started, you know, getting, I, you know, I became natural. Right. I started speaking my truth. Like, Hey guys, y'all are doing things I honestly agree with. And I would get in trouble for that. <laughs> um, I started looking at, you know, that's what making me feel bad. So then I started finding companies or finding opportunities within companies where they appreciated my bluntness, my directness, my mm-hmm. natural hair, where it didn't matter that, that I could show up and be awesome. I, I like that you said that. And um, I'm just curious. So, you know, one of the things that you said is you live in your truth and you, you're being yourself. <laughs> now, it sounds like you kind of flipped it on the company and you're looking at them with the same microscope. Like, are you going to kind of lend to the kind of culture that I want to be a part of? Like, how do you like, so as somebody that's looking for a company, how do they really, you know, get insight on, um, is that company culture a fit for them? Because when you're just looking at it, they've got all the rah, rah, we're an inclusive company (laughs) that hires, you know, everybody from every ethnicity. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have these benefits. So like, how do you really get a, a, a good look at that? before you get in the company? A couple of different things, all right? Now, some things are good, some things are bad. Let's, we're going to be completely honest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first things first is, like, you have to be honest with yourself. Like, a lot of times we ignore the, like, the red flags because we need the money or we feel like we need the money or we want the job. Amen. Ignoring all the craziness that we saw in the interview or all the craziness that they, the organization <laughs> in the background, you know what I mean? Like, you know sometimes that. You are absolutely right. I will tell you, it is funny as many interviews as i've been on you gave me the best advice just recently you were like 
you're they're not just interviewing you you were interviewing them yes if, if red flags came up and you know this is not a good fit for you and your family why would you say yes and i was like i feel bad you're like dang you'll feel bad paying exactly. offer to you right? it's, it's so funny right so so an audience like so we 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 actually like jessica just said or nella be outside i always do that too by the way i always mess up her name but but peep game though she calls me she's like oh this job is you know available to me and basically it has all these you know features that i don't really want one i'm gonna be on call which means she has to leave the bed while i'm trying to cuddle up on her at one in the morning right i'm all not for that right they want her to use her personal car to run up and down the road how many ever miles they want her to do it and they're gonna give her 50 you know they might be listening to this who cares (laughs) so we speak our truth What were you saying, Dash? Oh, you have so many job offers and interviews, they don't know who's who. Exactly. <laughs> you're exactly. Right, you're right. So at the end of the day, you know, she's telling me all of this, and I'm just like, this doesn't work for us. So I'm I'm glad you said that. And then his next and his next words were, call Dash. <laughs> yeah, I did I because she doesn't listen to me. It was like after I said it, she still had questions. So I was like, call her then. You know, you it's are not the funny. career branding expert. It's, <laughs> go, go ahead, babe. I have so many married, like married people. I have so many couples that are married and that's like the spouse response, whether it's male or female, it gets to a point where you're like, you know what? Call Dash. It could be a man talking to his wife or a wife talking to Like, talk to Dash because I don't have time for this. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. Exactly. You know, and, and I don't, I don't think we let you finish your point. So definitely finish your point about how does a, um, an a prospective okay. employee know this is a good fit for them. Okay, so for the person, don't ignore the red flags. Let's start there, right? Let's just okay. open from the beginning. Now, secondly, you know what you're looking for in a company, right? So if you're saying, hey, you know what? I want to work for a company that's inclusive, right? To use your um, example, CV. Then you walk around the building, let's look around and see if it looks inclusive, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. And like, I think that's my clients, like, they like me, but like, I irritate them because I say things like that. It's like, oh, well, that's not that. It, no, it's not that difficult. Um, and, but you have to know yourself, right? So I ask a thousand questions. I'm a researcher at heart and by nature. Um, but that's how I learn. Um, that's how I educate. And that's just part of my personality, right? Um, but I had to learn that about myself. And I let the interviewer know, hey, this is my learning style. Mm-hmm. If you're not down for this, this probably not going to be a good fit because I'm going to irritate the heck out of you <laughs> for like the first like 30 days until I understand. Once I understand, you'll probably never see me. But if you yeah. can't take those first 30 days, mm, and, and that's that's a very important point that you bring up too. You know, you have to know more than I just want money. You have to know like what else. You have to know your learning style. Absolutely. That's something I hadn't really thought about. Uh, we think about the type of manager we want because we always know that's a question, right? Oh God. You know, what, what style of management do you want to have? But you also need to know what team style do you want? Like the the people you're working with, what are they like as well? Do you think that's important? Right. As well? Of course. So I now this sounds horrible, but like I have been blessed, highly favored and spoiled. Right. Let's just call it space. <laughs> so one of my positions was with Mercedes Benz and it was just like the perfect position. Like, I have to be honest. First of all, I work for Mercedes Benz and they was just like lit. Right. Like they were just <laughs> awesome. Let's just right. International travel, like anything you could want in a job I had. Right. Then my manager was like my mentor. Um, she was a black lady, which was really cool because it was my first time working for a black manager. <laughs> and hey, it was dope. just like 
amazing. Like she was, she just kind of took me under her wing and said, hey, this is how you should do it. Now she, of course, she don't say it like that. She's a lot more polished professional than I am, but she just kind of got down with me, if that makes sense. She was like, this is how we roll. This is what you do say, what you don't say. This is what, mm-hmm. you know, She, we went through it all. And then my colleagues were amazing and they were totally different. It was um, myself. There was another African-American male on my team. He's a little bit older. He kind of like took me under his wing as well. Kind of showed me the ropes. I had a European, uh, where is, what was her? Olivia's from Romania, right? Mm-hmm. And she had her own like, very blunt direct Like style. legit European, not just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like legit European. And um, she was very blunt. Like I thought I was blunt. She was on a whole nother level, right? <laughs> so yes, what's up? To deal with her. And then I had a, a white male, like an older, like, you know, I don't know if he's a baby boomer, but he was like an older white male who had like a lot of experience. And it was like a very just diverse group, right? Just as a team. But it was amazing. Like we had like our own synergy, our own language, our own inside jokes. Like I had never had a team where it was just like, I love you guys. Like I would hang out with you guys outside of work. Like this is the like with everyone. We all had our own relationships. We got along professionally. It was just really cool. And I didn't know that you could do that at work. Wow. So, so I, the team is so important. Now, I, I wanted to ask that. So, like, it sounds it sounds like, and this is one thing I'm thinking about while you're talking. You're talking about synergy, the people, and I've heard people say that they did not want to leave a job because of their coworkers, the environment. It was just so great for them, you know, and they enjoyed the people, and they actually get sad, you know, <laughs> thinking about leaving, the, you know, that particular family because it becomes family, right? You work with them all the time. Yes. So, like, how how did that feel, like, actually walking away from that family? I was heartbroken, right? And it was weird because, number one, I'm not very emotional, right? (laughs) So, for me to have a lot of emotion was surprising for me. Um, But the second thing was, was, like, I never knew that I could have that type of relationship with people at work because I was always taught or maybe even if it was just informally, right? That you don't, you don't miss business with pleasure. You don't be really become yeah. friends with your coworkers. And I had mm-hmm. no people had done that, but I always thought that was weird. Like I had friends with coworkers, <laughs> you know, um, but they weren't my direct coworker I worked with every day. Like they worked in my building. It's a fine line. It yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I had other coworkers who were friends, um, but like, I don't know, like there was, they were like a couple like I've been working for years, but I could call <laughs> two or three. That work, that work husband was right. Hey. So I had a work husband in the past, but in New Jersey, I actually my uh, my friend he wasn't actually my work husband because he had a mm-hmm. wife. Respect down to he's my work brother. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah. Well, you so, know, you bring up a good point. There will be no work husbands for you. <laughs> But anyway. Anywho, <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you say, um, you know, about boundaries and you kind of thought it was weird that people were having those types of relationships in the workplace. Uh, Damon John just released a book called Rise and Grind. And in mm-hmm. it, he talks a little bit about how if you're not social in the workplace, it really limits your upward mobility. It does. Do you have do you, you say, OK, share that with me because I'm an introvert. It may, not, too, sound, it may not sound like it across the airwaves, but I don't really I love people, but when I'm at work, I'm there to work. I'm not there yeah. to socialize. Okay. So this is what. I, so tell me about that. The no like and trust factor, right? Okay, everybody's probably heard that, but I'm gonna break it down. So people have to know, like, and trust you to okay. hire you, right? 
then they have to know, like, and trust you to promote you, right? So mm-hmm. they don't know you. If they don't like you, and they don't, that means they don't trust you, and you're not moving forward in your career. And a lot of people don't understand that. When I first moved to New Jersey uh, for a position, in my mind, I was only going to be there for two years. So mm-hmm. I didn't open myself up because I was like, my friends are still home, back home. My sorority sisters are still there. You know, my house is still there. I'm rolling in and rolling out, right? Yeah. And then my mentor was like, this is hurting you. She was like, you need to integrate fully into the team. People are saying that they don't feel like they know you. They don't connect with you. They don't feel like they like you. And I was like, does that really matter? And she was like, she was my mentor. She was like, yes. And she broke it down. And I realized that, you know, I wasn't really, people were nice, but they weren't, they didn't know me. We didn't have conversations. I didn't have a work You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what was really happening. As soon as I integrated, right, life changed, like, overnight. Like, people got to know me. I was getting invited to parties. I was hanging out in New York City on the, you know, on the water. I, like, it was a totally different experience. I was like, oh, okay. This is what it oh, means. Oh, wow. So, yes. So, but, Tim, I think, I, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I was going, I was just kind of listening to what you're saying. I, I already had something I wanted to actually ask you. Because like for me, and maybe this is me asking for free advice over the air, guys. Okay. I don't know. My bad. So if you don't want to give it out for free, then that means I need to actually take a look at the book. But um, <laughs> and we go, we're gonna let you plug that in a second too. But I just I really I'm curious because right now, like for me, I was just telling um Nella that you know we've got a big work conference coming up. Mm-hmm. I have for some reason just I don't know. As I gotten older, I'm like in this little shell of myself, and mm-hmm. I don't like to like mix and mingle, and I'm like completely dreading uh this of course it's gonna be a big fun event lots of open bar events yeah we're going to disney we're gonna have a full week there all the upper management will be there and i'm just like how do i even you know digest what's about to really happen and how do i actually go out and talk to these people okay like what'd you do to relax first of all a couple things disney is awesome so have fun at disney (laughs) (laughs) like um the first thing is mindset so let's start there. If you're going to go in with that with that mindset, I don't want to go, you're not going to have a good time. I don't want to mix and mingle. Why not? You mix and mingle with these people every day, more hours than you probably spend at home with your wife. Like, you need to have a positive relationship with these people. Right? And- actually, for me, it's actually a little different, though. Okay, I actually don't see anybody. Yeah. You don't? I, I'm completely on an island by myself. So, like, everybody's going to be new to me. I'm actually considering going on LinkedIn sending out a few messages to people and uh that, that you know i think um are kind of in in positions that i'm interested in mm-hmm. and that i would like to learn more about and maybe like before some of the meeting days maybe uh, ask them to like meet with me for breakfast or something just to get a, you know my face in front of them but in large groups i'm like large you know, like they're in headlights okay i'm okay first of all i'm super social so like let's this caveat yeah. right let's start the- <laughs> i'm super social like i think it's fun i think it's entertaining but i am an energy vampire so i actually take other people's energy away mm-hmm. so like uh. i could like oh my gosh like talk to you five minutes and leave and you'll be completely like oh my gosh that was it's so funny i can see i can see <laughs> your like i can see your glow like dash is that type of social yeah. person so i know right now just thinking about it she's glowing i can hear the energy through the phone <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> i was funny i've had clients see me in networking events they were like how do you do that and to be honest this is all about being yourself okay have a positive first of all have a positive mindset just going in number one number two like if 
they're, you're taking you to Disney. So, like, a company that's really not committed to, like, having fun wouldn't really choose Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't let y'all hang out in Disney. True. It's a setup, Dash. It's a setup, man. They're like, we're going to make them have fun. And we're gonna watch him flounder and like mess up in front of us. And I'm just playing. I mean, <laughs> to be sometimes it is a setup. Let's call it spade a spade, right? I know there's yeah. who've done that before, right? But here's the thing: whether it's a setup or not, you're still you, right? Like that's, that's true. really matter. So when you go into these social situations, the reason why we get awkward is because like we're adults. So I use an example yeah. all the time, right? So people have probably heard it a thousand times. If you heard this example and you're listening, you're one of my viewers or listeners or clients, I'm sorry. But <laughs> uh, I always say everything you learn, you learned in kindergarten, okay? Mm-hmm. So like in kindergarten, like life is simple, life is good, right? You don't know anybody. Find similarities. Like, oh my gosh, he has a purple juice box. I love purple juice boxes. Let's go talk about the purple <laughs> juice boxes and be friends. Like, that's how friendships work in kindergarten. I love kindergarten. I love unicorns. You love unicorns. Let's go play My Little Pony. Like, it's just very <laughs> Like, it's super simple. Um, it's like, oh my gosh, you have a, my favorite color and it's red. It's meant to be. We're friends forever. Like, I don't know if you ever watch kids. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. true. Like I, I'm honestly jealous. Like Jackson seems like to be the social icon of this school. He's always got a best friend. Yeah. But because you know, Dad being himself and he's not nervous. <laughs> That's exactly. Happening. Exactly. And nobody has any expectations. So I think you just kind of go into it with that. I think that's really great advice. Um, I would say this. I could honestly talk to you about this forever. So now I'm kind of just start I'm kind of starting to get into your interest in all of this but to bring it back to women's history month yes i'm i'm curious to know do you feel like the woman's role in the workplace has shifted and if not how do you plan on being a part of that change so i'm gonna say it has gotten better okay in terms of the roles and responsibilities that women get at higher levels there is still not enough res- representation, in my opinion, of women. Because, like, you take HR, which is more mm-hmm. dominated feel, in my opinion. You'll see females all through HR, then you get to, like, the director, VP, and it's a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, what? Every- <laughs> the entire team's a woman except the man. Like, what? How does this work? Um, so that's always interesting. There's, of course, feels like engineering or STEM, right, that is heavily male-dominated. The automotive industry is heavily male-dominated, which is where I spent most of my career. So, like, I did listen to you guys' um, podcast on Wakanda, right, on mm-hmm. Black Panther. So it's very cool to see that they're pushing STEM. Um, but a lot of industries are heavily um, male-dominated, and if they're not, then you'll still see a man at the top. So you'll, like, go to a school. You go to a school, right? right? All the teachers are female, and then the principal's male, a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I, one thing I'll say about my company that I work for, and I, I'm not gonna say the name of the company, but there, I, I I look at the the senior leadership, and the president of the global company is a woman, and several other of the senior leadership are women. That's awesome. Um, so I mean, it's it's definitely. Um, I think it's definitely a different culture within the company I work for, and what I see. And it sounds good. And this goes back to the earlier point about how do you know a company, like how do you know how to interview a company? You know, 
guys are going to Disney, right? If you're more of a, I guess, a corporate straight list, you probably wouldn't choose Disney as your place for networking, right? Leadership right. team. Um, the leadership team is diverse and inclusive. Okay, these are really good places, you know, things to start for a company that I would like to work for. What does it say when they take you to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> fun, make some money. Huh? Uh, when you're ready to have fun, it makes some money. Ah, okay, okay. Cool. That's nice. So CV mentioned it, but you did write a book. I want you to go ahead and plug your book and tell us what your favorite tip that you shared. Well, first book. tell us where you can get it. Okay. That's what it means by plug the book. Oh, my bad. Ugh, man, ah. man so that's I, why we need more women in leadership. Go ahead. You're right. <laughs> I love you guys. You're so cute. Um, so <laughs> I did write a book. It's called Finding Career Freedom. Um, 60 days to increase your money, you know, increase, increase your confidence, make boss money and get unstuck at work. Yes, boss money. Yeah, I need all of that. All of it. Every single cent. So it is available on Amazon. Um, however, if you go to my website, if you go to www.careercorneroffice.com slash finding freedom, um, it's available online and I am signing copies, personalized copies for all of my people who get it through my website. So I'm well, so dope. You know I'm gonna come to you to get mine signed. I don't know. <laughs> everybody don't have VIP access right. to that. And so. I have to let everybody know they don't have VIP access. And I have so to basically let, I've been limiting okay. access. So that is very cool to have. <laughs> <laughs> well dash thank you so much for chatting with us today i really appreciate it no we definitely appreciate it man i mean i gotta say i and i tell her and i mean you know i tell her all the time when i see you out there and i see you promoting like i'm actually proud to say like hey i met that lady <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm gonna tell people i know you like when you like reach the pinnacle of success <laughs> i'm gonna be like yeah yo i know her back you like, gotta do I agree. What you gotta do man yeah. And I agree with that. I'm so proud of you for like carving out your niche. And, you know, anybody who follows me on social media knows that it's a big thing for me right now to tell all the people in my life how proud I am of them. I know I'm getting teary <laughs> too, but I just want to say, Oprah, if you're looking for a show, okay, Ayanla, she claimed to be fixing lives, but, but Dash is going to fix some careers, okay? So, own if you listening. Yeah, I know, right? Go ahead and holla at Dash. Yeah, get her on the show. <laughs> Paul, I'm open for networking, you know, and we have some conversations. Make sure the money is right, because I will say no. Uh, I know. <laughs> you can't say no to Oprah. Uh, yeah, you, and, and I would if the money doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> and Dash, that's why I love it. But Absolutely. thank you so much for chatting with us and you have a great day. You too. Thanks so much, guys. Have a day. Hey, hey you do the same, girl. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of We Here, Man. We're going to continue bringing you new content each and every week, but we want you guys to join the conversation. So download Anchor.fm, available in iTunes and Google Play. Also, hit that subscribe button in your Apple or Google Play podcast store. I want you to give us the stars, give us the likes if you like it. And like Mama said, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. In other words, don't give us one star, y'all. Thank you for listening again. And we definitely appreciate your air and won't take it for granted.